The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. Heidi Tyler is a medically retired former project, program, quality and people manager who worked in a corporate environment until she burnt out and became debilitated by fibromyalgia. Heidi went on an incredible transformation journey of personal development and growth that literally changed her life. Part of Heidi's journey led to her writing a book called A Mixture of Feelings. Heidi also went on to become an ambassador for the Lifebook program, which in turn led to her co-creating a website called It's Time To with eight fellow ambassadors, a site with tools to help anyone live their best life. Hello, Heidi. Thank you so much for coming into Soulful Valley today. Hi, Katie. It's really, really lovely to be here. Heidi, I met you as a fellow student on the Lifebook and Lifebook Mastery courses. So I think the first one was a couple of years ago now. It might be longer. Yes, that's right, Katie. Our first Lifebook course was in 2018. And I can't believe how quickly time has gone. No. So I sort of thought it was last year. I thought, no, I'm sure it's longer than that. I really loved Lifebook. And it was eye-opening the way that we were given 12 categories of our lives to focus on and see the impact that the categories had on each other yes i did too i found it incredible that i've lived my whole life focusing on just a couple of categories and not concentrating on all the others and yet collectively they create a complete life it shone a light for me on the areas of my life that weren't working out the way i wanted them to but something i was very aware of through the lifebook mastery was how massively your life improved and changed would you like to share a bit about your lifebook journey and the impact it had on your life When I first started working through the categories, I realised I needed to do a lot of work in some, specifically emotional character and love relationship. And the more I explored the emotional category, the more I realised I needed to go through my life to understand what happened and the emotion that it had created. So I used a range of tools to work my way through releasing the negative thoughts and replace them with positive ones. Collectively, the tools allowed me to bring memories from the past overcome the emotion and reframe my beliefs about myself and then be able to let them go. The first tool was a six-phase guided meditation by Vishen Lakiani, which, by the way, is free on YouTube. Oh, I loved that meditation. Yeah, me too. And the meditation in that gave me the opportunity to forgive people. 
And I forgave a lot of the easy ones first. That's always the easy (laughs) bit to do. But as time went by, my mind brought forward the harder ones. I'd be meditating and I'd actually get names and faces coming to my mind. And I used reframing then to rewrite my beliefs because the more I realized that the emotions coming forward from the past and, and, and visioning them, the more I realized what the beliefs were around that. So I'd gone through, as I went through the memories, I literally wrote down my negative belief, crossed it out and rewrote it into a positive one. And that was a game changer for me because I suddenly had the power to decide who I was and what I believed in. I did have a very hard belief and emotion and it was one that I kept pushing away until I got to the point where it's all I had left. And I used an approach from Lyon Goodman, which finally released me from it. And it was a belief clearing uh, process that I went through. I'd also focused on bringing positivity into my life through a whole host of activities. I know that you wrote an incredible book, A Mixture of Feelings, followed on, following on from Life Book as well. Could you share with our listeners what the book is about and why you're inspired to write it? Sure. Uh, yeah, during Life Book, um, John Butcher, who's one of the founders, had talked about having recipes. And it was just on a call that we'd had as a, an entire group. And just the word recipes clicked in my head immediately. And during my journey through the emotional category, which was an incredible life-changing experience, I'd written down all of my negative experiences in my life, virtually year by year, and along with the negative beliefs I'd identified as I went through that process. I'd researched many emotions that we all regularly experience, and I created a whole set of emotion recipe cards with ingredients and directions for each. And then I worked with some really amazing fellow Lifebook members who contributed some of their emotional experiences. And I created recipe cards to show how they'd overcome them. So the book that I went on to create a mixture of feelings contains my life stories, the toolkit I used, a set of emotional recipe cards and instructions on how to create your own, which has got blank templates for people to be able to use. I've read your book, Heidi, and it is incredible. I I resonated with so much of your your storylines Thank you. Even the, there are some things that were quite coincidental. I've had emergency cesarean sections as well. And yep. I also had one of my children straight after losing my father. So there was, there was quite a few things in there that really... Quite a few correlations, yeah. Yeah, quite a few. And, uh, and, I, and I love the way that you lay out the, the recipe cards. It's an awesome idea. Brilliant. So ask yourself, is this for me? Heidi, can you share one tip or piece of wisdom that could help any of our listeners who may be struggling mentally and emotionally right now? Well, that's interesting that you asked that question, Katie, because a close member of my family uh, has and had extreme mental health issues across the last four years. He's had mental health issues all of his life, but in the last four years, it got so extreme and he had to go into a rehabilitation centre for six months. And I honestly thought I was going to lose him. And that was a real tough point. Um, but the centre that he was in worked with him on a set of daily actions. And I worked with them and him too. And little by little, we collectively helped him to transform his mental health state. And the key to all of that was having a recipe card with a set of directions. Mm. So it's not an emotional recipe card, but it's a mindset yeah Uh, set of instructions if you like and it was things that he could do repeatedly to help him step forward 
So the recipe was quite different to the ones I created, but I'm happy to share the directions that they and I used to help him. The first direction was engagement, social interaction and dialogue. Just talk to people mm. and have some form of engagement with somebody more than one person if you can but at least if it's one person then you're connected you've got that connection then the next one was about having daily action and activities and they would give him a series of of actions and activities including some chores (laughs) because he Mm -hmm. had to do his bit but having them planned but not being so under pressure that if he'd suddenly got a list of six actions to do in a day if he couldn't do all six that was okay yeah. If he did one or two, that was okay. Yeah, because he didn't want to um, be overwhelmed either, do He you? wasn't overwhelmed or pressured, mm. but he had some action and activity just to start to step forward. And then they started building mutual interest and experiences with others. So there were others in the rehabilitation centre and also other people outside. And just because he'd got the engagement and the social interaction that he was having, then he started to identify what areas of mutual interest they'd got. Mm. Um, And then they could start to do things together. And then the next one was about being surrounded by nature and going for walks. There's nature everywhere. Even if you're in a built up town, there is nature somewhere. There's a bird sitting on a rooftop. There's Mm. a leaf on a bush there's something to look at and to to feel inspired by um, and and feel a bit of gratitude for and having that sort of connection. Uh, Building new friendships and relationships, that was a gradual process, but one that he rebuilt some friendships and relationships from 30 years back. People that he'd long forgotten about and and Mm. long lost contact with. And then having a weekly schedule, that was really important because and that structure has stayed with him all of this time. Mm. And even now he's out of the rehabilitation centre and he's been out now for a couple of years. His, his direction list remains. And he's doing more and more and more, engaging with more and more people, doing things that he's enjoying, going back to stuff that he hasn't done for, since he was in his 20s. And he's in his 60s now. So he's gone back to having some of the fun that he'd had before. They needed their medication or this, you know, this person needs the medication to be adjusted. But the key was the actions and the activities every day. And they opened their mind to all the possibilities that would help them. And in actual fact, it was no different to me, just as I'd done for my own life. I opened up all the possibilities and looked at all of my past and said, OK, how does this take me forward? Mm, yeah, and that's quite important, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you for sharing that personal story. Who have you been inspired by and how would you like your book and your future work to make an impact? I've been inspired by so many amazing people um, and all of whom have worked on creating their best life. And you inspire me, Katie, because you focused on what you wanted to do and you've made it happen. And here you are, you're helping people. And I want everyone in the world to be able to live their best life. And to do that, have a toolkit to be able to do just that. So I'm working collaboratively with eight other amazing women and we're co-creating something called It's Time To and that will provide a toolkit. That sounds incredible. When is that happening? It's it's already live. Yeah. Um, so we've got um, the, the sites live now. We've started to put, uh, I think we've got about four tools in the toolkit right now. There's a couple of documents that are in uh, a different part of the site and each week we'll be adding one or two 
extra pieces into the toolkit that people can then just listen to. They're recorded, they're videos, there'll be documents and templates and a whole raft of other things added over time. Wonderful. But it started. There's there's gaps in the website, but that doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. It's getting it out there, isn't it? Exactly. Get it out there before you change your mind because the world is waiting for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a bit what I was like with the podcast. Like, just do it. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can't exactly. keep putting it off until you've got perfection. Just get it out there. There is no such thing as perfection. No, there isn't. And far too many of us have sort of grown up striving for that, haven't we? And that's been... yeah. There's no the such thing because what's perfect to me isn't perfect to you. No, exactly. What, what is it exactly? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Put it out, warts and all. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Heidi, where can our listeners find you? Okay, well, I've got two websites, and the first was actually a mixture of feelings.com, and that's connected to the book. And I also offer some coaching services for anyone that, that, that is interested in that. And the other is the site, it's time2.co.uk. And as I mentioned before, it's currently got four tools in the toolkit, plus a couple of documents in the explore section. And the site is continually growing and we'll be adding more and more tools. And I'm also now working on a collection of collecting a range of social media sites, including Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram and a regular blog. All in good time because I've got to learn how to do all that stuff (laughs) and then get it all connected. But, you know, um, I've made a start. But it all sounds amazing and I, I look forward to, to seeing and coming and checking that out. <laughs> Lovely little meditation on there and a connecting, yeah. uh, a, a visual, creative visualisation. That's a brilliant, uh, brilliant. Um, Lovely. Yeah. Thanks for coming in today, Heidi, and sharing your story. And uh, it's, it's, been it's been great catching up with you. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye for now. love yourself with all your heart if you don't Thank you for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I hope that you've heard something today that makes your life a little lighter. Our aim is to share love, light and wisdom and to raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed this show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think they would benefit from listening to it. For a free EFT guide or to join my Alignment Seekers free Facebook group or to work with me one-to-one, Find more information at Soulful Valley on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And you can email me at soulfulvalleypodcast at gmail.com.